All right, welcome in everybody. We're sitting here with Emily Nenny making her Hippies and Cowboys debut. Everybody give her a round of applause. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear their cheers coming through. Yeah, um, miles around. And she's coming in hot off the new uh album on the ranch and that is doing phenomenally right now and we're going to talk all about that all these crazy shenanigans you've been up to lately the the tour you just got off with josh headley and more but first of all first off welcome into the podcast and we are very honored to have you on today well thank you thanks for having me yeah and this is the first podcast me and garrett have been on in like two months yeah <laughs> so, really? yeah, yeah. Wow. We've, do, okay. we've done somewhere it's like just me or just garrett yeah i've been busy or he's been busy so this is like a a reunion of we're back mike and garrett on. that's right we'll do much better in 2023 2022 is a weird a weird year yeah well it's just coming to an end so yeah it's good we're just gonna refresh you know restart yeah always good 2023 Mm -hmm. uh, 2022 is a good year though i mean it's a great year yeah we were just like there's lots where we were neither one of us was was absent is all i mean yeah yeah Yeah, we're just busy nothing wrong with being busy busy busy's good talk about busy let's uh, you just got back from australia right i did yeah Two days ago, so, two nights ago. Okay. Two, two days ago, down with uh, was it Josh Headley? You were down there with, yeah. Yes, good old Dude, Josh. How, how was that? Because I've never been to Australia. It's like top of my list of like places I want to go. But yeah, um, no, it was it was great. Um, never thought I'd get to go, and uh, I was really lucky to go with with Josh and and his band, the Headliners, and uh, we were Denise um, from her radio show twang which is on three triple r in australia she's great she was our tour manager and um, oh cool yeah we just had a really good time great venues great people and yeah i already want to go back we never wanted to leave really but but here we are are you down there for we were there for about 10 days oh nice that's a good maybe maybe 12 maybe 14 but yeah, yeah we lost a day on the way there yeah right yeah. like it's it's like literally right tomorrow like tomorrow there isn't it like it's like yeah pretty drastic time change yeah i um i was trying to facetime family on thanksgiving um but it was just a friday for me so (laughs) but 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 we also you know we didn't really acknowledge it when we were in australia i think we had some great vietnamese food and that was that was even better i was just gonna say i think it's about the same time zone probably as vietnam because i lost it was 12 hours exactly when i went over there and i feel like it was around the 10 it took me about 10 days oh (laughs) like i feel like you're just adjusting to the time change but i don't know yeah i maybe i'm weak and it just took me a long time to adjust to the time difference but no, I definitely, I was napping. Be I've been napping. Yeah. I got to go back yeah. to work tomorrow. So I'm trying to make sure I'm, I'm going to be alert and I think we'll just take some <laughs> yeah. coffee and that's fine. That'll yeah. be good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was a baby about it. That took me so long to adjust. <laughs> Even when I got home, I like, you have to force yourself to stay up and you can't, Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, Australia. And then, um, Sure, it would have been right before Australia. All through October, right? You were out with Kelsey Walden. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, led um, into like the album release shows, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I planned everything so well. We, uh, yeah, we were out for a month with Charlie and then home for like three weeks, gone for almost five weeks with Kelsey home for one week before Australia. Um, and the day after we got back from the Kelsey run, I decided it would be good to do two nights back to back, um, for my release show. And we did it yeah. and it was, it was wonderful. Um, it was definitely, yeah, it was a lot, a lot to do for about, you know, three or four months, but, um, but yeah, it was very wor worth it. And the release show was great. It was at yeah. Bobby's idle hour. I know. I was going to say the rumor on the street or the word on the street is that Bobby's idle hour was packed for two straight nights for that album release show. It was. And I was really relieved because, uh, I woke up at like seven the morning of the first one. I just thought nobody's, nobody's going to be there. And I gotta, I gotta promote this last one because <laughs> I was, you know, trying to promote the, uh, the Kelsey shows, but, but yeah, mm -hmm. thankfully, I mean, you know, it was at Bobby's and um, I had to move the tables out. So it wasn't, you know, it was comfortable enough, but yeah, I was surprised to see it so packed, but it was great. It was fun. That's a good surprise though. You know, <laughs> it was a good surprise. Yeah, yeah. I was very relieved. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, deservingly so because this album has been actually charting really well. What What do you think about that? I heard what top fifteen on the country charts, number one yeah. all country. I mean, yeah. How that's got to make you feel good. You got packed album release shows. It's charting really well. All the momentum seems to be going in the right direction right now. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's honestly, I'm I'm proud of my record, and I worked hard. I had a great band uh and crew who recorded um with me and you know new west and wasserman they work really hard with me and for me too so uh i mean it's definitely i wouldn't be you know i don't think the, the record would be doing as well without um without the work of of you know all the people involved but you know it would sound the same but it wouldn't you know <laughs> probably wouldn't be heard by as many people. So I'm just glad people are hearing it. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty nuts. I'll get a text from my dad. He's like, Hey, I just saw you on this chart. I'm like, cool. You know, but, <laughs> but that's kind of, cool. yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah. We got to give a big shout out to, to new West. They are, they kind of have their hands on so many things that are doing so well right now. Yeah. So that, that matchup with, with you and them is, is super good to see, especially with, I mean, you got, you're a really exciting artist right now for how kind of the progression has gone since even the the back in 2020 that ep um because that got a lot of traction and, and even kind of after you put it out the like i feel like that single the long game just kept kept popping up ev everywhere um you know recently people just kind of kept discovering you through that and then boom all these big tours and then boom the album new west i mean there's a lot of excitement going on in the yeah. Emily Nenny campaign right now. You got Luke Dickens on your team. I mean, that's, that's a winning combination. Yeah, no, I'm super lucky. Everybody works so hard and they want to, you know, they like the music and we all get along and yeah, we had a big meeting. It was new West and Luke and me and Wasserman. And we all just kind of sat in a little circle on some chairs and just chatted. And um, yeah, no, I'm just really lucky. It's um yeah, it just all kind of started to fall into place at the right time. So, yeah, Heck it just yeah. feels really good. 
tell us a little bit about the album when did you uh when did you start writing this one because obviously like like mike just mentioned the ep came out in 2020 and you know that was the fucking dark ages so (laughs) when uh was this was this one kind of uh conceived a little bit you know before that and then the ep was a bit of a, a filler until you could you know put out a full length and you know actually actually tour on it or how how did that all kind of shake out well, the EP, that was a self-release. I had recorded that with um, the guy who's been engineering my um, all my stuff, Jake Davis. We just recorded it at his house um, probably February 2020 um, or maybe end of February. I don't remember when, but it was that night was when the tornado hit Nashville. Mm-hmm. So we kind of were like, wow, this year is going to be so great. We had like a bunch of great stuff lined up, like a tour with Orville Peck oh, and, yeah. you know, like all this stuff. Um, and then, yeah, tornado hit like that night or early the next morning. And then, um, you know, a couple months went by and the recordings thankfully sounded good. They were all live. Um, and, you know, I was just like, well, you know, I could wait or we could just release it. And, um, Thankfully, yeah, people liked it and somehow it ended up on the, the Spotify Indigo playlist, which got it to a lot more people. And, you know, I think that's how New West had heard my name even. Um, but yeah, it was probably fall of 2020. Uh, my former writing yeah. partner, Mike Eli, and I just were like doing social distance writing. And, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, we uh, drove to uh, visit his wife who was working on a ranch in Colorado. And we just finished writing the record there and then recorded it January 2021 with Jake Davis, but in the studio for the first time with everyone I got during COVID. So you recorded on the ranch on a ranch. I wrote wrote half of it on a ranch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's uh, no fake in it in the ninny campaign here. That's that's, that's some right. Stuff. That's right. <laughs> Can I write a word? No, not really. But I never said I could, you know, I, I just wrote it there. But but uh, yeah, it was a really good place to write and just have an, a clear head, which uh, yeah, kind of hard to have amidst a pandemic. But, yeah, at the time. <laughs> it's definitely, <yeah>. not, <laughs> definitely not happening. Yeah. So how does so from the Bay Area? there that's where how long did you grew up in the bay area how long did you live there for before moving out yeah i was i was born in san jose and then i was like five or six when we moved to the east bay and then um lived there till i was 18 and then uh yeah moved to nashville when i was 21 though because i had a went to chicago for a minute but then um but it didn't suit me and then uh yeah now, when I think of the Bay Area, one of the last things I think of is honky tonk music. Yeah, yeah. Um, here, here you sense. are, and here, I mean, just Daniel came out of there. That's <laughs> that's pretty honky tonk too. I mean, it just I don't I don't know about anybody else listening. But I don't think San Francisco Bay Bay Area uh, honky tonk. So, like, what led you to? uh the the honky tonk music making uh style like did you always grow up on that stuff or i mean how'd that come to be i grew up on all kinds of music so my dad worked in radio since the 70s and um -hmm. on the east coast my parents are both new yorkers and they moved to california Mm -hmm. in the 80s but um 
but yeah, we just listen to every genre. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, my, my mom really was the country lover. She just had, you know, all the Willie Nelson and Patsy Cline. And, um, but she also listened to like Ella Fitzgerald and like salt and pepper and like, oh, and Tom Petty. Yeah. there was just like a really wide range. And my dad, uh, listened to a lot of like Coltrane, but then also um, like transferred all his Led Zeppelin vinyl onto CD for me when I was like 14. So I just kind of got, you know, the full range of music education when I was, you know, starting as a, as a little baby. So yeah. a country, I think that's just kind of what I gravitated toward when I was writing. Cause I, I'm not a strong guitar player, three chords, you know, it's really all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, your your music does uh, give off such a, a true, uh, like, authentic, old-time country feel to it as well. Like, it's got the honky-tonk, but it also, at times, sounds like it's straight out of the 60s and 70s, really. Um, so, I mean, when you say that your your mom kind of put on the Patsy Cline and stuff like that, you you can almost hear that straight in your in your music, really. So that that's kind of interesting, but... Um, I'm still waiting to hear the the salt and pepper, like the shoot part. I don't really hear that yeah. as much. We'll bring it. <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. the next <laughs> album. <laughs> yes, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, that'll be the cover. That'll be the cover at the end. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hid, hidden bonus track. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be pedal steel. Don't worry. Pedal steel on <laughs> shoot would be the greatest. Or the worst thing. Yeah, it's, that yeah, it would probably be the worst, but like who knows? Yeah, it's worth it either way. <laughs> I could see that going poorly. As yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, yeah, I think my career would be over. Um, but you know, you just hey, it's going out with a bang though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unforgettable. unforgettable. Yeah, unforgettable. There you go. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good way to describe it. All right, so we just talked about how you wrote half of On the Ranch on a ranch. Uh, I'll motion here that we play that title track of the album here in the middle of of the podcast here. Before we play it, uh, would you like to give it an introduction? Maybe how how did it become the title track? What went into that selection process? And uh, any stories you have about writing it you want to share? And we'll go right on into the song. Well, for On the Ranch, I didn't really know that would be the the leading single for the record. That was honestly new. I said, this is catchy. Let's, you know, make that the first single. But I just thought I wrote it on a ranch. Isn't that neat? Let's just call it On the Ranch. So (laughs) it was pretty not like a it's not a very impressive uh, story. But uh, yeah, and it just was it's a catchy one. I wanted it to kind of have that um, Mel McDaniel 80s, like big old brew energy to it and it's just kind of a, a feel-good um song that i wanted to give to people you know uh, after a pandemic or still in the midst of up with the sun to catch a rainbow roll out to pull a pickup out a nearby bar Bye. 
title track from emily's new album but obviously on the ranch that's um, it's a little redundant <laughs> the title track, cool, really. obviously uh, <laughs> <That's great. laughs> um, we are going to throw emily here right in to some rapid fire questions um if you are not familiar with how rapid fires work these are just some random-ish questions. Some are music-related. They don't have to be music-related to most get to know the artist a little bit better. Put them through the ringer. And yeah, most of them are not <laughs> music-related. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, mine are pretty pretty on par. For, not really. For that uh, today. Okay. Yeah. I'll, have to, well, I'll have to go to the other side of that coin then. Yeah, yeah. You go You go the way out there. I'll take the music-ish ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Garrett. Do you want to go first or second here? I want to go first. Okay. Um all right, go to hangover cure. Mm. Oh gosh, um, I can't even think. Uh, I just try to chug a lot of water and then tacos. <laughs> nice. Okay, there you <laughs> go, tacos. Brilliant answer. Uh, you know, anytime shoop comes up in, in discussion or salt and pepper, um, I immediately think karaoke. Um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, Josh Turner, Your Man. Oh, interesting. Nice. Yeah, I just go the octave up. I don't sing, obviously. Like, you don't go way yeah, deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it translates. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. I'll stick with the food. I'll stick with the food program. Um, what's the grossest thing that you've seen or heard of someone eating like it's normal? Oh, man. Like what's something that yeah you know you've seen somebody over the years eating and you're like what what are you what are you fucking doing right now? Shoot, I'm like I'm not too picky when it comes to food, so I'm trying to think of something that really just was like what the hell? Oh man, I'm not gonna be rapid fire about this at all. That's okay. It doesn't Vegemite. Matter. I never saw anyone eat Vegemite in really? Australia. I was so bummed. I didn't get to try it. Oh it's shoot, what good. really grossed me out? I feel like I, ju- I I judge people's food choices sometimes, but I'm not like, oh, shoot, I want to have an answer for you. <laughs> it's, a tough one. it's kind of a tough one. It is tough. I just maybe think like of shit like food. even like, I don't know, maybe just shit that I think is gross, like putting ketchup on mac and cheese or something. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, man? that's do, messed don't up. Do, don't do that. I Okay, yeah. Let's just say ketchup on mac and cheese. Cause that, is that a Canadian I thing? People sick. do that down there? No, people yeah, do that I've, here and it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, I think that's messed up. Yeah, we're going to say that. Or I heard How of somebody cool eating uh, pickles with peanut butter. No. What? I, I <laughs> Dude, wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. 
there yeah i was i was watching some gal on instagram okay we won't but she was like yeah. just trying weird combos and i was like that's yeah. messed up but i can't think of any there is some there is there is some follower of ours out there that loves ketchup mac and cheese and peanut butter pickles and they're like what the fuck they're like like, forget them they're attacking me right now but if that's you that's what you want man yeah Yeah. eat what you want but that's messed up gross i'm not gonna stop you but i'm not gonna condone it either uh that's right (laughs) let's pretend for this next one here that uh because you just got off that Australia tour that you could pick any country or region in the world. And we're just going to pretend that no matter where you pick, every show would be sold out. Um, like tons of screaming fans. Um, what would be the dream location for that tour? And you don't have to worry about like not having people there because you don't have fans there. But like if you could have yeah, sold yeah. out shows on every show. Sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Um, I would either want to go to, I would want to go to Italy, Italy. Oh, Paris. Cool. How cool would that be? And every, every show sold out. <laughs> really? Yeah. That'd be really great. Yeah. That's me. They're, that's me. they're throwing pasta at you. And yeah. yeah. Just catching meatballs. Yeah. Be That'd be nice. sweet. Hell yeah. yeah. Count me in. Count me in. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite song to cover? Ooh um i'm just thinking because we do a lot of covers at santa's pub but mm. recently the boys and i were doing um the judds uh wish she wouldn't treat you that way and that's really fun but we also recently did a uh, big rig jimmy buffett and mm, it was okay. great that was really fun actually that was my favorite <laughs> nice yeah yeah that's, that's cool uh my last one here if you could do a duet with anybody alive or dead who would you want to do a duet with whoa yeah um, the alive or dead really makes it like really hard to answer because you, you could go a bunch yeah, of ways because yeah it would really narrow it down um either rod stewart Ooh. or but like i wouldn't want to do you know standards like i'd want to do like 70s rod stewart mm-hmm. or or like Diana Ross. Okay. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, pick a couple icons. Yeah. 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 I think you gotta go iconic with it for sure. Yeah. Okay, how about like current current people that current people. Hmm. bonus question. Wow. Love a bonus question. Um bonus. Cardi bonus. B. We'll go live. Can you imagine? Cardi B. Cardi B. Oh my gosh. Be, yeah. How... She could be on the shoop cover. Yes. Oh, that is yeah, that's she can, a duet. It's, yeah. She can do everything I couldn't. And it would be the whole song. She would be so great. Yeah, she should just do it. Uh yeah. I, I just love Cardi B and Megan E. Stallion. I just love them. Um, <laughs> nice. or <laughs> or my friend Timbo, because I love his voice. Um oh. He's great. Yeah, Rod are, yeah, Stewart, Diana. That one seems more attainable, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Timbo would be easier to get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he looks uh, too we'll, far away either. I'll just yeah, I'll just shoot him a text. You know. <laughs> we'll tag Cardi in the bio just in case. But yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Don't rule it out. Anything could happen. Did you have okay? Did you have a one of them big ass beers when you were in Australia? Big ass beers. 
Like oh, I didn't. The, the great big one. I did I mean, not they have those in the um, states, though. Like you can get those at a gas station here. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to here because they ca- also kept offering me schooners, which are smaller than a pint. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. please give me a pint. So, but I would have oh, some weird. schooners for afternoon shows, but I'd have many yeah. of them. Um, but I never had any Fosters. Huh. What was yeah. the What was the weirdest Australian thing you had when you were over there? Like, I feel like there's got to be something that was like you know incredibly different maybe not um i well so you drive on the opposite side of the road but then you also have to walk on the opposite side of the sidewalk which makes sense but i wouldn't think about it so you'd like be about to run into someone so then i would you know be like oh Oh, sorry but then i'd be walking where they were walking you know that was that was just more like gosh i'm never gonna do this right and i never did i kept messing up and then uh, I just like how when they ask, how's it going? They say, how are you going? And I how are you good. going? How are you going? I was like, what? How are you going? Yeah, that's not right. It's how I'm are you start, doing? <laughs> I'm start how are you going? How are you going? I that, was, I that was very cute. <laughs> oh, also, they had banana old fashions. And oh, that sounds good. Delightful. That They're sounds great. awesome. Yeah. Those were those were great. I didn't think I would like it, but I really liked it. Huh. Yeah, they're great. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll 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 get moving here. Um, let's talk about. I mean, where to stream the album? Where to buy the album? Where where to get your merch? Um, I mean, obviously, like you can you can stream it anywhere. But uh, anything uh, cool where can people go to buy up? the actual? Yeah, well, where where can people go to like buy a buy a CD or do you have vinyls? Plug or? all of the things. Yes, yeah. I have I have vinyls and CDs. <gasps> They're going to be available on the New West site or on my website. You can get them through there, um, uh, which is emilynenny.com. And soon, I don't believe it's up yet, but soon there will be merch like T-shirts, and we're making other things too. Um. Uh, and yeah, streaming, it's that's gonna be everywhere. Um, yeah, the I think I've got I still got some CDs that are signed. Um, I don't know if I have any more signed vinyl. And uh any did you want me to talk about anything fun coming up? Yeah. Well, I was gonna mention that Go ahead and, oh, okay. that I know I know we just some fans might want to stay tuned for another tour announcement shortly. Yes. <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't know i mean i know we can't talk too many details about that but um definitely something to keep your eyes peeled on right yes keep your eyes peeled for a spring tour with my name on it that's all (laughs) i can really say (laughs) for the next yeah i think it'll be probably announced in a week or two okay Um, so the way you just worded that hmm interesting all right um anything else exciting coming out just that or you were hinting at the tour (laughs) Yes, the tour. Okay. That's that's kind of that's kind of gonna be it. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing yeah. with uh, 49 Winchester and <gasps> Teddy and the Rough Riders um, on Friday, Saturday, on Saturday in Greenville, South Carolina. That'll be fun. Um, those all those guys are great. And then yeah. yeah, Joshua Headley and I will be back in action together on the 16th in Nashville all at right. Third and Lindsley. Which is a Friday night, I think. Oh, awesome! Great venue. Yeah. Oh, that'll be sweet. 
Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. And then, yeah, some couple shows here and there um, in January and February until the spring. And the big one. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, definitely keep an eye out for uh, Emily coming through. Uh, I know I will be. I haven't seen you live yet. So I've got my fingers crossed for somewhere, you know, within a uh, five hour radius of Iowa City. <laughs> <laughs> or i'll just jump in the car with luke and and yeah, see where go. he takes me <laughs> but, um yeah uh thank you so much for coming on i think we're gonna leave everybody with uh thank you everybody for listening thank you emily for coming on this was a real pleasure and if you want to give a brief intro to useless we will go right into that song and uh see everybody next episode useless i wrote the first shift back at a restaurant uh, right during the pandemic and uh felt good to to have any kind of work at that time and um i just really want to make merch that says emily nenny is useless so we can just make that happen (laughs) uh yeah so enjoy the song and yes please buy my merch when when i'm able to print that (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) I think it would be a good koozie. Yeah, that's a perfect koozie. Yeah.